What's going on, everyone? This is Two Bays in a Pod. I am your host, Andrew Wright, and I am doing this semi-solo today. Uh, Cody had a uh, work emergency that he had to take care of, so I will be flying, uh, like I said, semi-solo. We have a great guest lined up today, so you're not going to want to miss this. Stay tuned. All right, thank you guys for joining us. I'm so glad you guys are here. Uh, as I said earlier in the intro, yes, Cody is not here with me today. Uh, he had somewhat of a work emergency. Someone called out, so he had to go in. And uh, this is the only time we could record. So I had to call in the big guns, uh, the boss of my household. I called in my lovely wife, uh, Jessica. So, babe, how you doing? doing all right i'm glad to be invited on the podcast again well you were lined up for next week and uh, as cody's wife abby is also booked for next week so uh next week's episode is going to be really fun but uh, i'm glad that i'm going to get to have you on here for two weeks in a row yeah that'll be fun i hope i can do cody justice you know (laughs) as your co-host this week (laughs) (laughs) Babe, I like you a lot better. <laughs> okay, that's all I needed to hear. <laughs> all right. Well, um, you know, Cody and I, we were going to kind of go on here and talk about The Last Dance a little bit, which I think you and I can because you yeah. and I watched it together. Yeah, we did. I, I got some things to say. I know you do. Because <laughs> <laughs> we literally, I had to make her watch it every night, but she was down for it. She she was feeling the pettiness of, of Michael Jordan, yes. right? I am I am here for it. <laughs> so so we will be talking about that, but I want to let it well if if no one knows, which they should be if you've listened to the podcast, uh you are pregnant and in about two days you will technically be nine months pregnant. Yes. By the time this podcast comes out I will be thirty six <laughs> weeks pregnant, aka hella pregnant. <laughs> So, um, I know you are going to next, uh, next week, mm-hmm. a week from today, you are officially done with work until you give birth and you get two more months off um, after that or three more months. I think I can get like 14 weeks of maternity leave, but do you really want me home for 14 weeks? Yeah. I like you home. Okay. We'll see. <laughs> We'll check back in in 14 weeks. Well, if I'm not allowed to like listen to my podcast <laughs> or I can't watch some of the shows that I want to watch, then yeah, I'm I'm going to be... Or I can't play video games. Oh, okay, because when have I ever done that? Yeah, all the time. <laughs> okay. Guys, all the time. Don't be telling the people lies. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like... No, you, you know what? You are, you are pretty nice about letting me play video games. Um, and I know... I try not to play so much, um, or if I am going to play, I try and play like an hour, maybe an hour and a half, mm-hmm. and then I shut it off, because I, I know yeah. you're going to be like, okay, time to wrap it up. <laughs> I'm here too. I will say, I feel like you've played more video games in the past couple of months than any other time, and the reason being, and I know this was your plan all along, is the PlayStation got moved into the bedroom. Okay, no, no, no. <laughs> this was not my plan, because 
we were having an issue with the fire stick. Yes, mm -hmm. we were having an issue with the fire stick. So I kept the PlayStation out here because it was a lot easier. And I thought at the time you would rather me be out here playing video games because then you could go to the room. But we got a really nice ass couch. And so you started hanging out out here all the time. So when I started playing video games, I felt bad because I was playing video games and you were just out here and you're like, oh, uh. <laughs> so I was like, okay, well, maybe if I move it to the room then. So I asked you if I moved it to the room and I did. And now I can sit out there. And so when you want to watch TV, you hang out here more than you hang out inside in the room. So it just kind of worked out that way, but that was not my initial that was not my initial plan. I I still kind of like it out here better because um when I'm playing video games, my neck is always up. And so after a while my neck starts hurting. <laughs> so when I was playing when I was playing video games out in the living room, I would always stand up. And so I just like doing that better. Okay. I don't know. I feel like there was <laughs> A mastermind plan behind it but I actually don't mind it being in the room well well that's good I'm glad <laughs> you that you like it and we had an issue with the fire stick in the room anyway that's true so it helped that we had the PlayStation yeah there. it does it does it's a nice backup in there that's right but see the other reason I wanted the PlayStation out in the living room was so we can watch DVDs but you never want to watch DVDs who so, watches DVDs anymore? I do. <laughs> I watch DVDs. <laughs> oh my gosh. We pay for Netflix and Hulu and you want to watch DVDs. Uh, Netflix, Hulu, or any of those other streaming services do not have King of Queens all seasons. So that's what I love to watch on. And also they don't have all the um, Dark Knight series. So... Yeah, okay. they don't. All right, I'll let you have your DVDs then. <laughs> anyway, um, so are you are you getting excited about um, being off of work? What are you more excited about? Are you more excited about being off of work for a while? Or are you more excited that um, it's close, uh, close to the time of, of baby Cam coming? Um... I think I I want to say I'm more excited for the baby to come. Number one, because I am done being I am done being pregnant. <laughs> done. D O N E. Um, being pregnant at 23 with Nadia and being pregnant at 29 is not the same thing <laughs> at all, and I can feel it. So I think number one, I'm just tired of being pregnant, and number two, I definitely you know I I need those baby that baby love in my life already. <laughs> You know, I feel like I've been pregnant forever, so it's time for him to be here. And I think partly, secretly, I I am excited for some time off of work. I mean, because, I mean, you've dealt with it the past year. You know, the phone calls in the middle of the night, going in at 2 a.m., which, don't get me wrong, I love my job and love what I do, but it'll be nice to step back and take a break for a moment so I think it's a little bit of both but then I also am worried because what am I going to do with myself that's what I was going to ask you because I know you and I we watch shows but a lot of the shows that we watch we really can't watch with Nadia and she just finished kindergarten 
And I do want to just say this before we go into anything further. Um, a big shout out to uh, Cody and Abby's daughter, Haley. Um, you know, congratulations on finishing the kindergarten. Uh, we are very proud of her. I mean, she's uh, she messages Nadia all the time on Messenger. Mm -hmm. And it's just crazy to see that, you know, they're typing this out. Like, it's just insane. Uh, but I also do want to have a big shout out to my daughter, uh, Nadia. She has done a great job. Um, something I don't think I have said on here. Um, she was in a dual immersion program. And if you're not sure what that is, um, it's basically she was in a class where they, sp they spoke 90% uh, Spanish. And then towards the end of the day, it was like a 10% uh, English. So she was learning everything that she was learning, but in Spanish. Um, and I am so proud of her. I mean, she's like almost fluent <laughs> already. And it was crazy because she knew no Spanish. I mean, other than Choni's and Ijole, <laughs> she probably knew nothing about um, about Spanish. And so I know you and I, in the beginning of the year, we were so worried about her um, being able to do this. We were like, man, I don't know. She might be so confused. She might come home and just be in tears the whole time and we just we weren't sure and not only did she exceed what we thought she was going to handle but she handled it great um and she just had her final zoom meeting uh which was insane and and uh it was very emotional for sure i know you were bawling oh, yeah. your eyes out. i shed some definite tears <laughs> bawled my eyes out um, and you know, her teacher, oh man, that was, that was so sad. I know that she had told me that she was, uh, not sleeping well. I mean, we would get the update on what she was supposed to do the next day at like three in the morning. We were yeah. like, holy cow, she's not asleep. <laughs> so, um, but just to watch Nadia grow into that and it, it was incredible. She did an amazing job. So. I do want to shout out uh, uh, Haley and uh, and obviously our daughter Nadia um, for finishing kindergarten in a tough time and with this COVID nineteen and everything else that has been going on as Cody and I talked about last week. Of course, um, you know it was it, it's a tough year to have to finish school, and she did. She did an yeah. amazing job. I mean, I keep seeing on, like, Facebook and Twitter, like, somebody posted about, like, 2020 is going to be written in the history books. And, like, you're going to have to tell your kids and your grandkids about it. Like, our kids are living it right mm -hmm. now. Yeah. So, like, I know we're having a tough time, but imagine imagine what it's like for our little six-year-olds. Yeah. You know? So I know. It's crazy. And, um, you know... She's been handling it very, very well, but I know she would prefer to go, you know, out and do stuff. Um, and I know we would, I mean, we wish we could. Um, you know, we always have a, a Morro Bay trip every year and we just, we just um, found out that we we're going to be canceling that. So that was kind of, that was kind of tough. And um, to be perfectly honest, I don't even know if we told Nadia that. And I'm not sure I want to. No. She probably won't even realize it. Yeah, that's true. But uh, anyway, so wanted to have a big shout out. Sorry, it, uh, I know it, it went a little bit longer than probably most people would want, but we are very proud of, of our daughter, and it is a crazy time. So 
it's kind of more special that she finished it the way she did mm-hmm. and where we had to teach her at home and she yes. knew more <laughs> she knew more than me she and I had to try teaching and, us. <laughs> and I had to try and teach it was that was the hardest thing yes. but so I I know you said it went long but if you are a parent and you've been doing this distance learning with your children you you'll understand where we're coming from because it's been difficult yeah for sure so um anyway so what I was trying to get at, and then I interrupted myself, you know, all the shows that we watch, I mean, we watch Ozark. I can't really watch that with Nadia. Uh, <laughs> uh, we just finished How I Met Your Mother, and we were that was like our go-to show. Um, honestly, right now, the go-to show that we have where we're all in the same room, if there's like nothing on TV or whatever, we watch uh, Parks and Rec. Mm-hmm. Which I think we're, I mean, I like it. I don't know how you feel about I it. I like it. It's like the office vibe, so I'm, yeah. I'm with it. Yeah, it's kind of similar. Um, and then uh, I love Forensic Files. You kind of watch that with me. That's more me, though. Yeah, I think it like really has to like catch my attention for me to get like sucked in. I don't know. That guy's voice, I just can't do it. Really? I can't do it. Wait, what? What about his voice? I thought the I love narr- his voice. The narrator's voice. Yeah, I just can't. I don't know. Just something about it is just not, not it for me. I wish I could do it. It's like blood for uh, blood. I now I can't say the blood was found on the floor. Like I wish I could do. That's awesome. It's I no, can't. it's no um Lester Holt on <laughs> Daylight. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and then they found the body. <laughs> we watch a lot of murder shows yes. with you, if you couldn't tell. One of our favorite ones is See No Evil. Yes. Which I think we kind of can watch that with not. Now, okay, there's probably a lot of people listening like, oh my God, you would watch that with your daughter? She doesn't really pay attention when it's like that type of stuff. But it is like cable TV, so they might say like, you know, like murder or like rape or something. And then you're kind of, you kind of like got to look at her real quick to make sure that, you know, she's not like, what is that? And you're like, oh, damn. So, um, but for the most part, she does, she, with that, she can handle okay. Um, we watched the challenge. Yes. Which we saw challenge history. Yes. And first of all, it was challenge history, but it wasn't as exciting as I thought it was going to be. No, I don't think so. I think we've just gotten so used to watching these, like, mismatch matchups where it's, like, you know, a really strong veteran, you know, and a rookie just trying to eliminate. I don't know. Yeah, that's true. Well, because it was it was Wes and Bananas, and... They were finally working together, and they were a really good team because mm-hmm. they lasted for. I mean, I know they hadn't had a red skull yet. If you haven't watched the new season of the challenge, then you're you're going to be lost. But anyway, um, none of them had a red skull, so Johnny was like, "Oh, I'll go in," and Wes was like, "Oh, he won the overall challenge, so he could send himself in against bananas or." Um, he could send in someone else. And so he sent himself in. And Wes and Bananas had this rivalry since, what, season five? They said 15 years. Yeah. Yeah. It was a long time. And then all of a sudden they started working together. And now they face each other. And they were like, um, 
you know, this is challenge history and we were, they were pumping it up and it was just like a wall climbing one where they kind of had to blow through like almost like it wasn't drywall. I think it was a little more sturdier yeah. than drywall, but, um, you know, it wasn't, you kind of wanted to see something physical. I think, yeah. I think that's why it was like a little, if they would have uh, done like the, those pole wrestling ones or something, yeah. I think that would have been more, yeah. more crazy, but this was just luck. Yeah, for real. So, uh, anyway. Just that was a little challenge. Sorry, we watch a lot of TV, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like the show Community. I don't know. You're not really. I don't like Joel McHale. That's right. You don't like McHale, and he's like the main. He's character. the main person. Yeah. I would watch it for um, Childish Gambino. What's his name? Donald Glover. Yeah. Yeah, I would watch it for him. And but... Ken Jeong. Oh, that's true. And um. Nicole, is it Nicole? Yeah, you got me on this one. I have no idea. Never mind. I don't know her name. Wait, which one, what is she on though? She's on, on Glow. Is that what you're talking about? No, that's Allison Brie. Isn't oh, that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> I'm not a fan. <laughs> End of story. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, so we we have a lot of shows that we're watching. Oh, Criminal Minds. That was the other oh, one. Oh yes, yes. Criminal Minds, of course. Um, and so we watch a lot of shows and it's not like something we can, we can watch with her. I mean, we could, but do we want to? That's true. Yeah. You know what? I think what, what we're more worried. Okay. So we'll be honest. We're the type of parents that we really don't care what she's watching. I mean, unless it's like really like semi porno, you know, (laughs) like, of course we don't want that, but, um, you know, she's usually pretty good about like watching things. Like we had been, we had watched um, Game of Thrones, and she mm-hmm. was starting to get into it. And the last season, there really wasn't anything bad. No, it was just more like people, you know, people dying and yeah. on dragons and stuff. And so when she sees that, she knows it's fiction. Mm-hmm. So she's like, "Oh, it, you know, whatever." And so she gets into it. Like we were watching Captain Marvel today. Yes. And not that Captain Marvel is Game of Thrones, but Captain Marvel is fictional and she knew it right away. She was like, oh, I wonder how, you know, they got the guy to look like he was blue. And she was like, oh, it was probably a blue mask or, (laughs) you know, we were having a full on conversation and I had to tell her, I'm trying to watch the movie, babe. (laughs) I wonder where she gets that from. (laughs) I don't know. You? Oh, because I talk so much. Yeah. Look oh. at look at this whole podcast so far. Oh, sorry guys. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knows it's me, babe. You don't have to say anything. God, that hurt my feelings. Anyway, um, so you know we kind of like she she's usually good, but if it's gonna give her nightmares, we usually are like, no, you can't watch that. Yeah. Um, I know that I I forgot what she was watching something on YouTube. Is one of the the people that she follows on YouTube. And they were playing this game, and it was, like, in the dark. And it looked scary. And okay, I was like... no, let me tell you. So, one of the people she watches on YouTube watches um, or has the Slappy doll. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard about yes, that. Yes, and I saw From Goosebumps, her, right? And I saw her watching it. And I'm, like, looking at her, like, you're watching this? Who is this? What is this? And she's, like, all into it. And I remember asking her one day, like, are, are you okay with that? <laughs> Are you okay with Slappy? And she's she's been fine. So I guess different generation because back in my day, that used to scare the hell out of me. That yes, okay. 
So I used to watch Goosebumps all the time because mm-hmm. uh, my sister Amber, she would watch them every time we came home from uh, school. And so I remember we were watching it and the Slappy episode came on. And I had never been scared of Goosebumps because I was like, oh, it, w- it really wasn't that scary. It was just kind of like an interesting story or kind of freaky. I don't know. I wasn't scared. Maybe you were because you, you looked I've, scared honestly, already. Honestly, I think my mom like banned it because I was so scared of it. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh my gosh, Mrs. Nunez, is that is that correct? <laughs> Please tell me when you see me next time. Anyway, um, so we would watch it, and we watched the Slappy episode, and it scared the hell out of me. Like I was like, "Oh, that's so creepy." And so the next that night, I went to sleep, and I had um, a dream that Slappy was in my room and he was trying to kill me. And I was like, Oh my God. So I could never watch the Slappy episode of Goosebumps. I could watch everything else, but the Slappy Goosebump show or episode, I think there was like two of them. Yeah. They like made he two. Comes back. Yeah. Yeah. It was like revenge, Slappy's yeah. revenge or something like that. And that one scared the hell out of me. And so I would, I would always have nightmares. So, um, I remember one time, I was like in a toy store and I saw uh, a puppet. It wasn't even Slappy. It was just some random puppet. And then like that night I had a dream about Slappy and I was like, I can't, I could never have a doll like that or a dummy in my house like that. No, I couldn't. And here our kid is watching it for fun. Yeah. (laughs) So I don't know. I mean, maybe if I don't want to show her that because I don't want to give her nightmares. But then we'll keep it. We'll keep it. PG or whatever she's watching. I don't know. I didn't want to watch it. Yeah. I was out. <laughs> I was out. You went back to your children. But no, seriously, I was so scared of Slappy. Like, yeah. that's funny that she watched. Yeah, I heard she, they were talking about Slappy or something. And I was like, they're probably just like trying to make it less scary. And I was like, I don't know. I don't want to. I don't really know. Like, they were trying to do like a scary story with it. I don't know. That's, that's your daughter. <laughs> that is your daughter. <laughs> Well, I, um, so I don't know. I guess I guess we're not strict with what she watches, just as long as it's not going to like scar her. Yeah, I don't know. I don't feel like we're big on censoring. Yeah, you know our language. Well, it's what, fu- she, what she watches. I don't know. Well, kind of what you were bringing up that you said your mom, um, kind of banned it yes. from your household. We. So my parents were like, we we were very Christian, crazy okay, Christian. crazy Christian. Like if we were Catholic, we would be Shiite Catholic, <laughs> okay. And so, and my mom always denies this every single time, and we were not allowed to watch um, anything risque. Um, so like. The, for instance, one time we got, uh, I think I got it for my birthday, I want to say. Um, I got uh, Aladdin Return of, the J- Return of Jafar, and I got that movie, and it was VHS, and he was like doing like some magic, and I remember that my mom said, I can't watch it because of all the magic, and so... At the time, I was like, oh, man, I just wanted to... I, it was just a cartoon movie. Like, I didn't understand it. But now, looking back on it, I'm like, who cares? Like, why Why was it such a big deal? And my mom was like, I don't care. You can watch it now. I'm like, yeah, I know I can watch it now. Yeah. 
but um it was just funny like there were so many things that we were not like allowed to watch um you know one time my parents they didn't want me to watch Jurassic Park because uh, I think I was Nadia's age mm-hmm. when it came out. Maybe a little bit younger. I think, younger. I, think I was five. Yeah. Because um, it came out in 95. Mm-hmm. And um, my my mom didn't want me to see it. My dad was like, oh, I think he'll be okay. I think he'll be okay. And so one time when it came out on video, my parents said, okay, we'll rent it and we'll see how he does. So we <laughs> we rented it. And I don't remember if we had the lights out or most of the lights out. It was just like one light on. And we were in our living room watching the movie. And I was just like, my face was like two feet in front of the TV. I was just like glued to it. I was loving it. And I kept looking back at my dad. I was like, oh, dad, did you see that? And uh, meanwhile, my mom and mainly my sister Amber were screaming. They were so scared of these dinosaurs and i was like why are you afraid of them to this day i don't know why amber was so scared of the dinosaurs but they literally were like oh my god and my mom was so scared that i was going to be scarred because i was right in front of the tv just staring at it um and just like goo goo eyed about it i was like oh dinosaurs yeah so that's where you know when i first came into the Jokes on her because it was life changing (laughs) from what I hear. It was. It was absolutely life changing. Um, But yeah, for the most part, though, I mean, Jurassic Park doesn't seem that bad. But at that time, I guess, I guess it really was. So um, yeah, we were we were censored on a lot of. You were censored. You weren't allowed to watch The Simpsons. Yeah, and I don't. I don't know. My mom may deny it, but. I don't know. It's one of those things where, you know, your parents change over time. Mm-hmm. So, like, when I was young and when, you know, my brother and sister were young, we weren't allowed to watch The Simpsons because my mom did not like the language or, like, what they would joke about. She just didn't like it. And, like, we weren't allowed to say, like, stupid or, like, that mm-hmm. sucks, you mm-hmm. know? So, but then flash forward to my youngest brother being born, you know, 13 years later and... All rules go out the window. <laughs> All rules are out the window. Like, that kid was watching South Park and who knows what other shenanigans. But I think it's just one of those things where, as a parent, you evolve over time. Yeah, maybe. And see, that makes me think, though, like, I wonder how we are going to be with Cam. Because we're already pretty lenient pretty with lenient. Nadia. So like, how much worse can I wonder we get? if we're going to be stricter or if we're going to be no, more lenient no, or if we're going to be the same. stricter. I don't think we have that in us. I don't know because it helps. I mean, I, honestly, I know people are probably going to roll their eyes at this. But honestly, Nadia is really a good kid. She's not bad at all. Like, oh, the, yeah. I think the only issue we ever have is sometimes she wants to do whatever she wants to do. So she doesn't listen to us. And that's what we've been going through lately. But for the most part, she is really good. She doesn't, I mean, yeah, she's not breaking things. I mean, she's not, you know, I don't know what else. I don't know. She really just doesn't do yeah, anything no. bad. So, um, but, you know, I, I'm kind of curious, like, what if, I don't know. Like, what if, what if Cam is like, yeah, what if he's like a Terran? It's like, dude, we can't have him watch any of this because I don't know. It makes me We're think. We're going to have to learn how to discipline. 
we've we've skated for so we've long. We've had it so easy. We've skated for six years and then and we've had and it so nothing. easy. Yeah, I know, man. I didn't even realize. Man, but I I was just thinking about that right now. I was like, man, what if we were gonna have to like be lay different? down lay down some laws? Yeah. Wow. That sounds like a lot of effort. Yeah, I know. <laughs> if Cam is bad, he's gonna be bad. Sorry guys. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> Just, just deal with it. If you're going to have them in like a future classroom, uh, you know, sorry. Our apologies already. <laughs> we'll see you in the principal's office. Oh, man. So, um, anyway, we were kind of talking about, it just kind of made me think we were talking about like what we have been watching lately. Um, and I know it's been a few weeks now, but, uh, the last dance, they kind of put it out there. It was actually supposed to be coming on, uh, I want to say the last week of June. It was supposed to be the summer. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe the beginning of July, something like that. Yeah. So it wasn't supposed to come out until later, but because of what's going on, they were trying to put out content. They, they, uh, kind of rushed it. The people needed it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah, (laughs) we did. Um, I know for me, I, I really, really liked it overall. I thought it was, I thought it was great. Um, you know, I, I grew up watching a little bit of Michael Jordan. Um, you know, obviously I think I started paying attention like when I was five, my dad was really into sports and so I would watch whatever he watched and because of Michael Jordan, Jordan was always on TV all the time. So we watched a lot of Michael Jordan. Um, and so I basically watched him from 95 on. So when they got to those years, um, you know, I remember watching a lot of those games going, oh, I, I remember that or or I remember that. And, and then it's been, God, almost almost 20 years. I mean, what? 16 17 years since he retired mm-hmm. um and so it's kind of i don't know i i guess i guess you could say it's recency bias like you watch all these other players and you're like oh man this guy's good this guy's good and you kind of forget how good michael jordan was and so watching that documentary again really was like oh okay he was phenomenal and just like what i guess the things that i didn't know was how petty he was how he used every single thing, any type of, any miniature slight to him, he used um, to to push whatever agenda he had. Um, so it was it was really good. Uh, I liked it a lot. But how did I mean? What did you, what did you take away from the documentary? How did you like it? What were your issues? So I I liked it content wise. I think it was good. Like. They had a lot of footage of Michael Jordan, and I think it, like, really helped you see him in a different light. Because, like you said, like, he was petty as hell. <laughs> like, somebody said something about him, and he's like, oh, I'm going to show you, which is the energy that I am here for. <laughs> so I was all about that. So I think it was nice to, like, you know, see him be imperfect. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh-huh. Because, I mean, back in the day, they had him as the Gatorade, you know? He uh-huh. would be in the Gatorade commercials, and... He was, yeah, and the McDonald's commercials. So, like, they, they definitely had an image for him. So, it was nice to see, like, behind that and see, like, that he wasn't perfect, you know? Yeah. So, that was great. Um, so, I think content-wise, it was it was nice. It was good to see. Um, and for somebody who's not, like, 
a huge basketball fan. Like I'm, I love sports. Don't get me wrong, but basketball is just not yeah. my thing. Yeah. But I did grow up, you know, knowing who Michael Jordan was and, you know, seeing the highlights and seeing how great he was. So it's not like I had no sense of like how good Michael Jordan was. Um, but I just, you know, didn't pay attention as well as I guess you would have. Yeah. So I think it was good. Um, my biggest issue with this documentary is the timeline. It kept like go. It was like in the eighties, and then it was in the nineties, and then it was like ninety nine, and <sighs> it just jumped all over the place, and it was like confusing. Yeah. To watch instead of just you know going linear and flowing, I mean, to the I'm the filmmaker style, whatever, but. Like, to those of us watching at home, it was, okay, what are we doing now? Where are we going here? <laughs> what is this? What I agree with you with with that perspective because I always, I thought, because there were, what, 10 episodes, mm -hmm. right? So, the first episode, you could start it off on, you know, where the final shot is about to be, you know, Michael Jordan's final shot as a bull. You know, you, you could start it off with that. Um, and, you know, kind of him, his like look and, you know, this could be, you could have the announcers say, this could be the final shot of Michael Jordan's career, blah, 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 you know, as they were talking. And then you could have gone back to where it started from. And then from episode one, all the way, you could have been going in, in doing it in order. And I think the last episode could have been the fine the 98 finals the final series you don't even have to it can, i mean the final game i think that's stretching it out way too long for an episode but you could have had the final series on the final episode and i think it would have had a bigger impact because they spaced it out so much and they were kept showing the 98 series throughout the throughout every single episode it to me, it wasn't as potent as what it could have been. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because for people who, like you said, you didn't really watch Michael Jordan a lot. I mean, you may have, it may have been on TV. You probably saw a couple of glances. I remember the shot. I remember it because I was watching it on TV with my dad. So I felt like it would have been a bigger impact for people like you who didn't watch it before or kids who didn't grow up with Michael Jordan who were like, why does all these old people saying that Michael Jordan was the greatest of all time? You know, you showing the final episode, you could see where what he came from and then all of a sudden you see what he had to do because I felt like they were saying, oh, he was so tired, he was so tired, he was so tired. Like that was the whole episode. But they didn't really show how tired he was. Yeah, you know what I mean. Didn't get the full effect of it. Yeah, and and the food poisoning game that they were talking about, they really kind of. I don't think they took too much time on no, it. No, they really they skidded by it. Like they didn't really show like how amazing it was. I mean, they showed the few the few clips of him on the uh, on the bench with the towel over his head, you know, with his head hanging down. You know, they showed the one where Scottie Pippen is basically carrying him to the um, to the bench. And they just showed him how much he was sweating. But they didn't really show, like, when he was in the game, he was hitting shots. He was playing like he normally did. But then, like, when he was on the, 
you know, whenever there was a timeout or whenever he was on the bench, you could just see that he was just like, God, I can't wait till this is mm-hmm. over. You know, I, I, I felt like there were, there were a couple of issues like that. Um, because like I, like I said, I remember when they were facing the jazz and it was a big deal because a lot of people were thinking that maybe the jazz are going to win because of how tired the bulls were. And I felt like if you took a whole episode on just that series, at the very end, it would have really shown, first of all, how how good that Jazz team was, and secondly, how good Michael Jordan had to be to win that sixth title. And I felt like they didn't do it justice. By going here and there. And- yeah, because they jumped around and it was kind of like, okay. And I know sometimes, there were some times where I kind of checked out. You know, I, I yeah. was just like, okay, I'm going to skim my phone a little bit, see what people are saying. Um and I felt like it would have caught my attention better if they would have went in order. You know, started with the college years, showed how really good he started getting, and then him being into the league and trying to fight Larry Bird and then going to the Pistons and, and stuff like that. So I felt like they could have done a, a lot better, uh, I guess, in the chronological order. Yeah. Like, I had no issue with the content and the things that yeah. they showed, but it just was so scattered that it was, like, hard to, for, like, the casual fan, you know, yeah. like me, to be like, okay, they were talking about this back here, and now we're at it again. So, it, like, it, it was confusing to me. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, that, I think that's my issue, is me watching it, I didn't have as big of an issue of the order, because... A lot of the stuff I already knew, it was the content, like the the behind the scenes type stuff that I was like, oh, I didn't know this or, you know, whatever. Um, And I, it kind of made me laugh too, is just, just thinking about the, the show was when they were talking about his gambling, they're like, yeah, he, you know, he would gamble, you know, $10,000 and this guy was making way more, like he was making what? LeBron James is making now mm-hmm. like back in the <laughs> and 90s, back in the 90s yeah. like that's insane I mean like we said he had the McDonald's deal he had Gatorade he had his own shoe Space brand Jam. yeah Space Jam <laughs> so like this guy when he's gambling $10,000 that's like us gambling a hundred bucks yeah. it's really well for us I guess it would, would be never. more like 40 bucks <laughs> it'd be more like yeah. it'd be like gambling 40 bucks um so, I mean, he 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 really wasn't bad. Now, I wouldn't say that he didn't have a, a problem. I wouldn't say he has a gambling problem, but I would say he obviously likes to gamble a lot. And it's like, if he's constant, if you're like hanging out with him and you were just like, if you're having a couple of beers and then all of a sudden he was like, oh, I'll bet you 10 bucks you can't chug that beer. You're like, I don't really want to eat. And then, you know, it comes to all those names. Oh, you're being a pansy. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, oh, I really don't want to. You oh, know, I thought we, we were just again. hanging. Yeah. Yeah. Because we all have that friend and you're yeah. like, dude, come on. We're just hanging out. <laughs> like, yeah. Let's, let's calm down a little bit. So, um, so I mean, I guess I, I wouldn't say he has a, he doesn't have a gambling problem, but I think he does have some sort of a problem where, Everything is constant, but I think they did show it in a in a good light of that that was his competitiveness. Like mm-hmm. he he needed 
that in all aspects of, of his, his life. life. That was just who he was. Yeah. And <laughs> I know I had made a few comments. I don't know if you remember, but it just kind of made me laugh because I was like, man, he was so good. And he owns the Charlotte Hornets and they're just not very good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's just like, man, it's crazy that of how good he was. And he knew the importance of like Scottie Pippen, Dennis Rodman, uh, a Phil Jackson. And he really has not had that since he's owned the Hornets. And so it's kind of, it, I don't know. It's kind of crazy um, to think of how good he was in basketball, but th- that goes to show you, I mean, Sometimes if you're good at one thing, you're not going to be good at the other thing. You know, it's not like, uh, what, what's the old joke of, um, I think it's, what's his name? I'm trying to think. Oh man. Um, I can't think of his name right now, but there's a joke. He was like, you know, a lot of, a lot of people, cause it was stand up comedian and he was like, a lot of people always ask me to do movies. He's like, Oh, you know, you do comedy. Why don't you write a movie? And he's like, it's they don't do that with any other things. Like, you know, oh, you're a good chef. You're a good chef. Yeah. Can you farm? <laughs> like, you know, it, it's kind of like that. You know, yeah, he was a great basketball player. But, you know, he can't. Uh, I mean, I don't want to say he can't own a team. But it's not been very successful. But is it really? But do you think it's really necessarily about being? I mean, I guess he is so competitive. So I could see how you would say that he would want to be a good owner and like have championships. But I think, I don't know. It's more about being an owner and having that team there in North Carolina. You know what I mean? I mean that's, that's true. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I think his competitiveness though, it kind of, it kind of does shock me that they're not, I mean, they let go of one of their better players that they just had. And now he's in Boston. And it's crazy to me that they were not willing to pay him. But, you know, seeing Jordan in this light of how competitive he was, like, you know, someone said, someone, you know, didn't shake his hand. And he was like, okay, Mm -hmm. okay, I'll I'll see you next year, you know? And, like, how, how petty that is. And, like, it blows my mind that he's not, I guess I can't say he's not using that because maybe he is trying. And, I mean, I'm sure there's things that I have no idea about. But it just kind of blows my mind that one of their best players that they hadn't had in a long time, they let him go because they didn't want to pay him. And it's not like they couldn't pay him. They could have. Um, And now their team is not very good. So, I don't know. It just kind of blows my mind a little bit. I get you. I get where you're coming from. Yeah. But, I mean, he has so much money that he, um, I know the Jordan brand just posted that they're going to put $100 million up uh, from for all the um, uh, riots and protests that have yes. been going on. Which I, because I, I think it was in the documentary where they, um, was it the Rodney King riots? Where he they were they were criticizing him for not being vocal? No, it was about, um, it was a senator. That they wanted him yes. to, like, be outspoken and supporting him. Okay, either way, like, he did not take a stance. Mm-hmm. And then they asked him why, and he said, well, racists still buy sneakers. Yeah. So, do you feel like he's possibly, like, making up for that stance back then by doing this? 
I think so because Nike put out that they were going to put forty million dollars, and then later I saw that Jordan brand put out that they were going to put a hundred million dollars. So mm-hmm. it was kind of like I think they were trying to go above and beyond what Nike was doing. But I do also believe that maybe Jordan was like, okay, with that documentary coming out and people were talking about that, maybe this is a because good time. It, it was a big thing on yeah. On Twitter, like him saying that, and I know he did catch a lot of flack for that, but I can also see where it was a different time. It was the nineties, you know, whereas LeBron James is here in the two thousands and he can have that stance or, um, you know, Vanessa Bryant just posted a picture of Kobe in the I can't breathe shirt Mm -hmm. from a while ago. And, you know, that was just a couple years ago. So I think. I can see where it was a different time and more controversial to take that stance, but I can see where people were disappointed with it. Yeah. Um, I can see where he, you know, from his side of why he didn't say anything. I get it. Um, You know, he's not really into that, and I still think he's not. You know, I don't think he's into the political scene at all. No. But... With what had been going on recently, I don't think he could be silent in this. Like yeah. in, in that instance, it's supporting uh, supporting a senator, and he's like, you know, I'll. Uh, you know, he probably was like, I'll vote for him, but I, I don't feel like I need to, you know, go out yeah. there. And I think in this instance, it's trying to stop something that's been going on for years, yeah. and so. He kind of had to make a I statement. I think so. I know? think especially during this time where right now it's kind of perceived as like your silence is complicity. Yeah. Is that the word I'm looking for? Like you're being complicit with what's going on? Yeah. Like being silent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think if he's not going to use his words to do it, the very least he put his money. Yeah. Well, and, and he did post... Uh, was it I on think Twitter? He did a statement too. Right? Yeah, he okay, made a statement. Okay. I don't I, know where I it, it was back. at. I take it back. I don't know where it was at, but yeah, he made a statement, and I think I think the statement was because of everything that happened in the in the documentary, mm-hmm. and so I I think that's why he eventually was like, yeah, I you know I need to mm-hmm. probably say something, and I'm glad he did. Um, but just kind of talking about um, talking about. Um, athletes like speaking out. I I did want to bring up, you know, I am really really pleased with LeBron James. I mean, he came out and because what Drew Brees said, and then what Ingram, what's her name? I don't know. Ing Ingram, Ingram, Laura Ingram, Laura Ingram. Mm-hmm. She she put something where she was like, well, he can he has an opinion. Why can't he have his own opinion? Blah blah blah. And, like, a couple of years before that, LeBron James had said something, and she said, and she quoted someone saying, basically, shut up and dribble, Mm -hmm. and was telling LeBron James to not say anything. Mm -hmm. And he posted the side-by-side video, and I was like, yes, I am here for it, LeBron. Yes. Yes. And he has been, every single day since, he has been posting something about what's been going on. So, uh, I'm, you know... LeBron James has always been like this. He's been very outspoken. And I think that's why I've always liked LeBron because it's a lot of some stuff that he had he had been talking about before like before all this like when he first came into the league and stuff and he took a stance on some things 
Like, even if I didn't agree with it or if, you know, I didn't know anything about, I respected that he was like, well, I'm going to use... I'm going to use what I, my platform that I have and I'm going to say how I feel. And because a lot of people wouldn't do that. A lot of people wouldn't do that. Um, and so now in a day and age where a lot of professional athletes are doing it, I feel like a lot of it was, you know, LeBron James was like, I don't care what other people would say about me. I'm just, I'm going to say how I feel. And mm-hmm. I think more and more people have gotten more comfortable with doing that as well. Um, and so, I mean, he's, he's been, he's been a good follow this, this week for sure. Last two weeks, I should say. Definitely. I feel like he hasn't, like you said, he's always been outspoken, but that tweet right away at Drew B's, that's how I saw the article first. Cause I saw mm-hmm. LeBron's tweet and he right away went at him. Yeah. So. Yep. And I, I'm glad that there are these people who are using their platform and, and saying stuff. Now I've always been a huge fan of LeBron James, obviously because of basketball. Um, but you know, especially with this, like he has not been quiet this whole time. And I, I'm very glad that he's not because I know a lot of people would ridicule. There were a lot of people that were saying they were trying to break down that, Oh, LeBron James wasn't at the, at the Kobe funeral or, he was there, but he just couldn't be out there in the crowd or he was somewhere else. And why wasn't he support? You know, there was like a whole controversy and it was just like, dude, this guy does one thing and like people like just blow up. So he's just, he's He's out there, you know, just talking and he doesn't care what people are saying. And I'm glad he's, he's doing that because, uh, with the whole Kobe thing, he really, he really was quiet about it because I think he was a he was a close friend with Kobe, obviously because he went to the Lakers, and he did say a big reason was because of Kobe because they became friends when they were um, on the USA team together, um, and so I feel like no matter what he did, it was going to be scrutinized. Yeah, but I think it was out of respect because, like mm-hmm. you said, he's highly criticized, highly scrutinized, and especially during that time, people were watching his next move Mm -hmm. what was he gonna do Mm -hmm. so i think out of respect he definitely took a step back and you know let kobe have his moment Mm -hmm. regardless of what lebron is doing so i respect that but i think after that he really seemed he really was like okay i need to be i gotta do this yeah it's gotta be on me now and he said i mean in that in that speech that he had that i had the tears it was it was emotional. Um, sorry, our daughter is laughing right now. <laughs> uh, In there watching slappy videos. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like after that speech that he had, like ever since then, I feel like anything that has happened, he's he's on it. Mm-hmm. You know, he's been right there talking about it, and um, you know, I think he's trying to change. Not just, I mean, what obviously what we've been going through lately uh, with the whole racism uh, aspect of all this, but, you know, anything, really, what, whatever he believes, he's been out there. I mean, he's been outspoken, you know, with about Obama, and he was, when all the schools were basically shut down, I mean, he was out there trying to show support to people who were going to graduate. And, yeah, he had that commencement yeah. on YouTube. So. Um, you know, uh, 
a lot of people were making this assumption oh well lebron james he's going there because he wants to make movies to la and you know he wants to have more money he's trying to create a brand blah 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 blah. yeah okay but look at what he's doing he built a school in cleveland not in la and it's like free meals free Mm -hmm. i mean education free i mean everything is like free there yeah and it's it's been a huge hit over there i guess Mm -hmm. from what i understand and like his he's got stuff that he can do um during a quarantine where he creates something for for um people who graduated i mean who would have thought to do that you know what i mean yeah so he's using his platform yeah he's using it to build the brand but he's also using it not for evil but also for good you mm-hmm. know what i mean so um just i i i'm very proud of of him and you know he's always he's been my favorite player since he's been in the league so you know it's, it's nice to see much respect yeah much respect but i will say jordan was phenomenal there are parts of, of jordan's game where he was he's never going to be touched in that department from lebron but there are things that lebron does that michael could never do and i think it's okay to say that i think where people get in the I guess fighting mode is who's better, Michael or or LeBron. And I think you can honestly say both of them were great. Mm -hmm. They're two completely different players. Michael Jordan was built to be a high flyer. And then he kind of built up a, a, you know, some muscle and, and started trying to shoot more and trying to go inside a little bit more, not to dunk it, but just to get the ball in the hoop somehow, some way. And LeBron is built for, I'm a train and I'm going to run you over no matter what. And occasionally I'll, I'll pull up for a shot, you know? <laughs> so, you know, Michael was six, six. I think his highest weight was like two twenty, and LeBron is six, eight, six, nine, two fifty. Yeah. I mean, that's ridiculous. So that's, that's, that's a lot. And, uh, and LeBron, I would say is probably a little more muscular than what, yeah, it's a different, different type of man. Yeah, exactly. Like, you could compare Kobe and Michael because they were similar in build, mm-hmm. similar in height, um, and they were similar in what they did. In the beginning, they were high flyers, and then they realized that they can't do that all the time, so they built up their shot a little bit more. So, anyway, I didn't know we were going to be talking about sports. Sorry, but this is Sorry, great. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> this is fantastic. But, um, yeah, I w- I, to go back to what we were originally talking about, I liked the Jordan documentary. I thought it put him in a great light. Um, I saw that Scottie Pippen was upset the way he was betrayed. Or yeah, he. They were saying that he was um, portrayed, not betrayed. Um, they said he um, he thought that he was like he was made out to be the bad guy, and I was like, I didn't think he looked I don't bad. Feel so I I feel like. In the documentary, Jordan, like, reflected on the year that they didn't pay Scotty what he wanted when he sat out, right? Uh And, like, I don't feel like he was portrayed badly. No, because Michael was saying, he goes, at the time, yeah, I thought he was being selfish. And I was was upset at him because he wasn't playing with his team. But then he was, like, later on, he was, like, you know, I understand why he did it. Mm -hmm. You know, of course, I wanted him there. And... I wish he didn't miss those, but I understand it. Yeah, and I think they they really honored and captured how Michael Jordan probably wouldn't be Michael Jordan without 
Scotty Pippen yeah. on the team. And that's what Michael said. He said, uh, Scotty was, was my favorite teammate of all time because I never won a championship without him. So, yeah, you know, so I, I, I don't know. I was kind of surprised at that. Um, and I know I had been talking about it, and I've been hearing a lot of people too. A lot of people were saying that Jerry Krause was the bad guy in that, and and yes, he was. He wasn't great. I mean, he was one of the guys who was saying, you know, you're out. But the guy who had the money, who could have had final say in everything, the owner of the Chicago Bulls, I felt like he was the bad guy because he could have overrid everything that Jerry Krause wanted to do. So if this was really Jerry Krause's idea of, I want Jordan out of here, I'm not going to pay him. I want Pippen out. I want Phil Jackson out. The owner could have said no. no. and But he was on there interviewing saying, yeah, I wanted them. I wanted them. But, you know, Jerry, uh, he wanted he wanted to go in a different direction. And I supported it. And I was like, why? You're winning six championships. Why are you going to change it? Like, if, it, if I were the owner, I'm thinking of it in Michael Jordan's terms as an owner. Do you think Michael Jordan, if he had a head coach and he had um, these great, this great team that had won six championships, do you think he would have been like, okay, we're going to move on? If the GM were to tell Jordan, yeah, we're going to move on from them, he would probably step up and go, no, we're going to keep them. So, I don't know. I mean, Jerry Krause, yes, it is. Apparently, it was his plan. But I feel like the owner was a bad guy too in this, where he could have easily just said, "No, we're going to yeah. keep him." So, um, but I don't know. I guess I don't know all the ins and outs of it. But from what I watched, I felt like the owner and and the GM were were the bad guys in that one. Well, the owner has the money and can pay Kraus to take the blame. So that, that's uh-huh, that's true. Oh, conspiracy theory. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There we go. <laughs> well, um, babe, I just wanted to say thank you for joining me. Thank you for doing this on such short notice. No problem. I'm glad we could spend some time together on your podcast. <laughs> and it really is two bays in a pod it this really, week. You are the original bay. I'm babe. the original bay. Did you hear that, Cody? Original. <laughs> Thanks. The OG. The OG. <laughs> Uh, well, I appreciate that you came on here. Um, like I said, you know, Cody had uh, work to do. So, oh, there's your work phone. Sorry. <laughs> so, um, I appreciate that you uh, were so willing to do this. Because I was a little afraid that I was going to have to do it by myself. Um, and I didn't know if I... Well, I'm probably pretty sure I could have filled the time. Oh, but. you definitely... <laughs> You definitely could okay. Have Can we edit out more. the laugh? Because that was that was so <laughs> hurtful. That was so mean. I'm sure you could have found an hour of things to talk about. You're so Easy. mean. You're so, Easy. You were so mean to me. Anyway, well, I'm excited. We're going to have you on next week, right? You're yes. still booked. I am booked for next week, and I'm pumped. I have things to say. Yes, we are going to be. T- <laughs> We're going to be talking about uh, the uh, 90 Day Fiance before the 90 Days. Uh, Cody and I had an episode and uh, we were talking and we wanted to have our wives on there because we had been, obviously our wives are watching it with us. 
And uh, so the reunion is uh, this week. So we're, we're going to talk about it next week. And so. I hope they spill the tea. <laughs> oh, I'm so looking forward to it. It looks different, though, because it looks like they're doing it on webcams. Yeah, because I think it's it was because of the quarantine. Oh, that's true. Yeah. That's so. true. It'll be different. But it's that host we like, the one that asked. No, it's no, not it's that not. one. No. Oh, it's not. No. She's the one who's a little more like, oh, okay. Oh, never mind. <laughs> Never mind, guys. We're not getting any tea. <laughs> we might get a little bit. I, last year, she kind of pushed a little bit on the on the regular uh, ninety day fiance. So maybe she might. And she's not next to them, so maybe she That's doesn't have to true. be so nice. That's true. That's what I'm saying. We can only hope. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Anyway, thank you guys for joining us. Uh, we appreciate it. Um, please, guys, go listen to all of our other content as well. Uh, we appreciate it on Drew Code Sports Talk and uh, Two Bays in a Pod. And you guys are not going to want to miss next week. So see you then. Thank you guys so much for taking a listen. We always appreciate it. Hey, if you guys want to go follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, we would really appreciate it. Also, like every uh, every post that we have. Comment on every post if you have any questions or if you really just want to comment on whatever we post. We always appreciate it. Uh, right now, we are on two bays in a pod. We are strictly just on Instagram. Um, but if you want to check out our other content, which is a uh, which is Drew Code Sports Talk, uh, we are on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we are also on YouTube. Uh, hopefully soon we'll be putting some uh, some stuff on YouTube about two bays. So that'll be really fun. Uh, but go subscribe, like, comment on any videos that you want to. Uh, we actually have quite a bit of content on there. Also, if you uh, are really looking for some good workout, uh, maybe gear or possibly any supplements that you were looking for, like whey protein or, uh, you know, protein bars or whatever it may be, uh, go to fnxfitness.com. They have great stuff there. they got great workout gear, like I said. And if you want 15% off, go to our website, which is drewcodesportstalk.com. We have uh, a promo code, a link to that code where you can go to fnxfitness.com and you will get 15% off of your whole purchase. And it's great. I use the protein, the protein bars. Uh, I'll be using the creatine and then I also have a workout shirt. So I got quite a bit of stuff. Love all of the products that they have on there. Um, but uh, most importantly, thank you guys for uh, taking a listen we also do want you to go to any of the major podcasts, whichever podcast um, format that you are listening to this, go, whether it be iHeart, um, Google Podcast, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify, please subscribe and rate and review on there. Everything is appreciated. Of course, if it's going to be a negative review, I would appreciate you keeping that to yourself. <laughs> it would be really nice if you just didn't say that. Uh, you know, but uh, whatever you're going to do, please go uh, subscribe. We, we would do appreciate it. All right, guys. Well, next week is going to be an exciting week. So we'll see you then.